Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And today, I'm talking with Jay Mattingly. Good morning, Jay. Hello to all my fans. <laughs> you have fans? I think, I think I might have some fans out there. Okay, I'm impressed. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, WordPress plugins. And um, in doing this, we... Um, We've had a little bit of fun. We, uh, we, we've heard from some interesting people about different types of plugins. Jay, um, what were some of the plugins that you've been talking about this week getting ready for this show? When it comes to WordPress, it's a, it's a pretty robust system, but plugins are really what give it life. And you can have a basic skeleton of a website, but at the same time, without the plugins, you don't have that advanced functionality that you need to really run a successful site. Um, talking back and forth with people that um, I know in the community that work with WordPress, I know I've heard things about the Live Chat Inc. plugin. Oh, Will Hardison was yeah, talking my about that. Will was telling me about the Live Chat Inc. plugin, and he uses it for clients because they want more interactivity with their prospects and their customers, and that allows them to reach out directly. You know, um, we have a different uh, chat plugin that we use um, for Dr. Ciano. He's got a doctor's office, and um, they have found that when um, they get a lot of interaction with their patients who don't want to call, they're sitting at their desk at work, and they can actually chat with the front desk, schedule appointments, and do it all through the live chat function. Yeah, so the reason that it's so cool is because as a small business owner, the relationships are key to your business. They drive your business. So anything that helps increase the value of those relationships, like a chat plug-in, is huge for you. Well, I think, and I, I uh, you know, you kind of said it earlier, this whole idea that you could make a website do so much more. I mean, to do a custom chat function for a, a website would be incredibly expensive. Yeah, we don't exactly have developers on staff to charge folks thousands of dollars for a live chat development for plugins. And, and so, so on the one hand, it's um, it's a cost savings for us, for them. But it's also, I don't want to get into that kind of coding and development. I want to focus on the business application. And so finding a plugin is the perfect solution. Yeah, and, and the cool thing is, it's, there's obviously some research that goes into it. There's a lot of testing to make sure that the plugins we download for clients work well and, and work kind of flawlessly. But the cost for plugins is reasonable, in my opinion. Most plugins that we use are free. I'm just saying it's a reasonable cost, in my opinion. So. I mean, occasionally we paid a few dollars, but even so, um, uh, I think the um, one of the SEO plugins it was a little, it was essentially a tip jar, and so when I would download the plugin, you could tip the developer a dollar. Doesn't sound like a lot, but if he's got a hundred thousand downloads. Yeah. yeah, I could see that becoming profitable very quickly for that developer. And I think that, you know, there are cool plugins for for people like Doxiano or people that want chat functionality or something cool like that. But functionally, there are a lot of plugins that help your site run better, that help your site score better. And I think that our focus as a marketing agency that's creative and also scientific is we rely on those plugins for accountability. So um, what tops your list? Easily. WordPress.com stats. I love the plugin. It's given me some fits in the past, but at the same time, with WordPress.com stats, I know that I can walk up to a client that I have 
and show them how many people are visiting their site, what the quality of the traffic is, and almost more importantly, how people are getting to their site. Where are they coming from? What search terms are they using to get to the site? And once we can pinpoint that, that makes us more effective marketers. Absolutely. And um, I just discovered another plugin that I really like that's sort of taking that WordPress comp stats to the next level. Um, Adam Small, writing for the Marketing Tech blog, talked about a new one called Social Metrics. And um, this just really fired up that whole social geek in me. <laughs> Um, on one dashboard, I can look at my website page by page by page, and, uh, or post by post by post, and I can see how many likes, how many retweets on Twitter, how many digs, how many stumble upon, how many LinkedIn connections to that post exist. I can also see um, uh, the new Google Plus One and see if any of the articles are storing there. And... Um, uh, lastly, um, I can actually update from that board. So it's a really cool, um, it's a really cool feature. And if someone who spends a lot of their time on the back end of sites going into post after post after post in order to look at those stats, I can appreciate the <laughs> convenience of finally having a dashboard that I can look at. So thank you for your research. Um, you know, uh, I just noticed on Twitter that Steve Shattuck has a, a favorite plugin called GZIP Compression um, that he uses when he designs websites, but I don't know much about it. Do you? I do not know about GZIP Compression, so if we're lucky, Stephen will call in and tell us more about it. Well, if not, I'm going to do a little bit of research, but why don't you talk about um, Yoast? Um, yes, yes. All-in-one SEO and Yoast. For a long time, we worked with All-in-One SEO, which uh, allowed us to build out um, page titles, meta keywords, or keywords that we wanted the, the post or the page to score for, and then also brief descriptions. Now, it was really great and we loved using it, but at the same time, there was no way to really see how effective it was. And recently, we found out from Doug Carr uh, that there was a plugin called Yoast SEO, which not only allows us to use those same focused keywords, but also tells us how well we're doing on an individual post-by-post -post basis utilizing those keywords in the post. It really, um, what I like about it is it really helps me when I'm working with um, my interns and some of my um, clients who want to take their SEO to the next level. It really shows you things that you should be doing with the post. For example, have you titled the post correctly? Do you have a good subhead? Is your URL good? Have you um, used the keywords that you're trying to score for in the text and in the header? Um, we have a lot of um, clients that do what I call sloppy SEO. They write an article about flowers, and they think that simply by using the keywords tuna fish and birds, even though there's nothing about tuna fish or birds in the post, that it's going to score well, and it doesn't. And this. Yoast plugin really keeps you laser focused. Yeah, I think that without an intimate knowledge of SEO and how it works, it was it's really tough to write well for search engines and understand the relationship between what you're writing and what you're trying to score for. So I think Yoast takes a lot of the guesswork out of that. And anytime you take guesswork out of my job, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, because you don't like guessing. No. <laughs> I just found a, a good explanation of Jesus and. Um, 
this is really, and, and um, plugins fall into a couple of categories. They fall into categories like, like the Yoast plugin, which makes your site run better, um, the, the metrics ones like Google Analytics. GZIP is actually um, an efficiency. Um, it's a simple and effective way to save bandwidth and speed up your site. If your site is loading slow, um, you may want to look at compressing it using GZIP. Um, there's, if you, uh, if you want to do more research, I'm actually going to put a link to um, this GZIP description in the follow-up blog post will go with this radio program, and you'll be able to read a lot more of the details. But it essentially organizes your content and serves it up much faster um, to the browsers so they can figure out what your site's about. Exactly. Think about this if you have a lot of multimedia, or people complain that your site takes too long to load. This could be you know, a game changer for you. If your site loads a lot quicker, it's going to be a better site. I mean, bottom line is, when people come to your website, they have the attention span of a flea. Mm -hmm. um, if they have to start the load, walk away, have a cup of coffee, and come back and it's still loading, they're gone. You never stood a chance. This is, you know, we have moved past the days of dialogue. We no longer have that attention span. That sound actually still haunts my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky because in the days of dial-up, we had really good computer systems at work, so I did most of my computing from the office. Yeah, and I think that I think that one of the things that we'll continue to revisit when we talk about plugins is um, the fact that plugins provide an alternate method to do some of the same things with the existing technology. So uh, I know that one thing that I love doing is installing my favorite scrolling bar and multimedia plugins mm -hmm. because the uh, the the basic technology from WordPress doesn't really give me all I need. So using things like WP Cycle and Featured Content Gallery is huge for me and, and, and really provides a better experience for the prospects of our clients when they come to the site. You know, with um, and, and particularly uh, Featured Content and the WP Cycle, we can replicate almost Flash functionality. And that's one of the things um, with WordPress, um, Flash doesn't work really well, and quite honestly, um, I mean, I guess Flash works okay on your desktop, but Flash just doesn't work on my iPhone, and I, I know I sound like one of those commercials, but <laughs> if you don't have an iPhone, you, you don't have an iPhone, and you, you don't understand, but the number of people that do, and the number of people that are looking at websites using smartphones, and to have something like Flash on there and it not be visible. Exactly. And, and if you're a small business owner and you're thinking about redesigning your website or you're ready to take steps to, to create your new website, you're not thinking about this week. You're thinking about the next two years. And then the next two years, the trend is not going to reverse. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be that less people are starting to use their smartphones to surf the Internet. So, so as far as being forward-thinking, you need to understand that the functionality exists that you can have these nice graphics and this nice multimedia, and you don't have to sacrifice the fact that people won't be able to see it. Yeah. Um, we've had a uh, feature content gallery on our website since you designed the last version. Uh, I don't want to take too much credit there, but uh, yeah, I believe uh, I helped develop that site. Yep. Yeah. And um, 
it's, it's fabulous because I can whip out my phone in any meeting and show a prospect. See, it looks good on my iPhone. And um, it will look even better on your desktop. And it gives us a lot of confidence. And really, we can use half pictures, whole pictures. Um, some of the new functionality will embed video right into the scrolling bars as well. Yeah, the technology is only getting simpler. Um, and, and really, all this functionality that we're talking about is as easy as doing a search and finding the right plugin for you. Now, one of the things that I always do when you're uh, when I'm designing in, in WordPress and I'm trying to find a plugin and it's to solve a problem we haven't solved before, you might get three or four different um, plugins that all claim to do the same thing. Yeah. How do you decide which one to try first? You know, a couple different things that I look at when I'm doing plugin research is uh, number one, how many people have downloaded the plugin? What are the ratings? What are the reviews? The cool thing about the plugin display is when you go to a plugin and you're doing research, you can see things like uh, screen grabs of the plugin's functionality. You can see uh, FAQs. You can see the install guide to see how complicated it's going to be to get it working on your site. So it gives you a real in-depth preview without having to necessarily download six plugins that say they do the same thing and try them out. The, um, the other thing that I like to do is I like to read, um, read reviews. I have a couple of people that I trust. Um, Doug Carr, the marketing technology blog. When I want to know about plugins, usually he's going to write it first, uh, write about it first. And so I feel safer if he's endorsed it. Yeah, yeah. Doug's pretty pretty cool cat. I think he has a good handle on the plugins that work. So. Well, and one of the things, getting ready for this podcast, I gave our intern an assignment. I said, go find people who are writing about plugins. And I want you to not just read what they're writing, but go ahead and reach out. Tell them about today's show. Tell them what we're doing. And I was delighted because two people responded. Absolutely. The, the uh, plugin community is is, uh, is great because it, it's all about suggesting what you found recently and, and what works for you. So uh, it, it's always good to hear back from people. Well, and the, um, we I had two um, two people that I really want to recommend to um, uh, people that are listening if they want to do some more research. One uh, is Laurel. Um, she's got a blog. It's Laurel on WordPress.com. And we actually got to chatting by email after the first conversation, and, and she refers to herself as a plug-in slut. And I, I kind of respect that. There's no working around that. <laughs> but she does. She really geeks out over um, uh, plugins, and she's got half a dozen different write-ups just on author plugins and how to handle um, plugins with. Um, uh, you know, specific writers, and, and um, there's just a wealth of information on our site. I couldn't even pick, um, I couldn't even pick one that I would specifically talk about. Uh, but I'll take it back. She's got this nice plug-in on how to manage multiple bloggers on WordPress. And um, now that everybody on our staff is writing, um, I think that's going to be a cool feature to add to uh, the next iteration of our website and create an author page for um, everyone who writes for us. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, we had uh, one other kind of fun plug-in that we stumbled across. Um, again, when Scott was doing the research. 
and he sent a note out and he got this wonderful email response. Thank you so much for responding. Um, we love it when people comment. By the way, if you like our stuff, check out our RSS feed. And we sent an email back. And then we went back and took another look at the site and discovered that the author of the note, Nicholas Cardo, was using a plugin called Thank Me Later. Ah, I see. I think I see where this is going. <laughs> and what he did, what this does, is the first time somebody comments on your website, it sends an automated message. But you can make the message sound warm and personal. And this is actually, it's a really cool strategy. Um, uh, Darren Rose, pro, pro blogger, talks about responding via email and thanking people on your blog when they comment. And we don't have that many people commenting yet, so I try to do it personally. But as the blog grows, this gives you an opportunity to thank everybody the first time. When people get thanked, they're more likely to come back. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Talking about these plugins for growing businesses and growing business owners, automation is another thing that you're going to want to look for when you're looking for plugins. And, and Thank Me Later sounds like the kind of plugin that helps automate and make things easier for you. So you're not sitting down writing thank you cards like you just had a wedding. <laughs> the, the point is with, with plugins, they, and, and really, it, it's all, I mean, for me, it's all about finding tools to help you accomplish your business goals. Especially if those business goals involve, I don't know, selling things online. Okay, selling things online. I have to tell you, I um, was uh, surfing around in our um, archives and found a blog post written by a young, impressionable intern. Oh, boy. I, I can see this coming from a mile away. <laughs> and you were talking about eShop because that was your first e-commerce widget. Those were the days of yore. What do you like as far as e-commerce now? As I have grown as a WordPress connoisseur, I have noticed that there are several other plugins that provide much more robust functionality and also easier to use. The, the, the thing about e-commerce plugins is uh, they can tend to get a little dicey and a little tough to manage, and they're kind of all over the place. But around the middle of last summer, we discovered a plugin called ECWIT, and I'm not misspeaking the name. It's just called ECWID, ECWIT. And that plugin allows you to manage a store from the EasyWiz site. The only place that the store exists on your site is within an iframe where you embed the store. And all that functionality is run through EasyWiz, including your sales catalog, your product, everything. The, um, the really nice uh, part of that is um, accepting credit cards mm -hmm. online and taking responsibility for people's credit cards um, is a huge undertaking for small business because of the encryption requirements. And the expense of encrypting your website would bury most startup companies. Doing it through ECWID, they're handling the payment processing. You're not. And so you're pushing that responsibility to those platforms. You can use PayPal, Google Checkout, any of the tools that will process the credit cards and all of that is done elsewhere, not on your site. 
Yeah, and a way that plugins have, have really come close to WordPress is in, is in the form of support. Um, ECWIT is a, is a great example of this because on the site they have an entire knowledge base. Anytime I'm stuck, I don't need to email anyone because they have such a robust reference guide that I can 99% of the time find the answer to my problem. And most plugins have gotten, the good plugins have gotten this level of support built up where they have uh, a lot of logs, a lot of readings that you can read through in order to solve your problems. You know, when I was first um, starting to do WordPress, I didn't really understand why somebody would design a plugin for free. What it really does, and, and for a lot of these developers, it gives them a chance to showcase their skills. They actually make a living doing large-scale development and having a popular plugin helps build their credibility. Right. Some of them, I think, just like the challenge. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it's worldwide. It's not just here in the United States. ECWIS from developers in Russia. So um, it's really the, the plugin game has gone international, where most of the stuff that we're finding is from some remote corner of the world. Okay. Now, I, I have to tell you, of course, you're too young to understand this because communism was dead when you were a child. Um, but the idea that a plugin for e-commerce comes from Russia continues to amuse me. From what I've been told by my history professor, I can spot the irony. But here we are. It's a new world, folks. Um, okay, last category of plugins, and we talked a little bit about the social metrics, and that's more the back end. But on the front end, there are plugins that allow visitors to immediately like, share on Facebook, share on Twitter. Um, which ones do you like best? The one that I would probably recommend uh, would be the Share This plugin. And the reason for that is for the longest time, Share This has done the best job of providing you with a simple layout on your site that doesn't overwhelm folks, but at the same time gives them access to all of the latest social networks. It's not just a like button. It's not just a tweet button. It's a it's an all in one, mm -hmm. and I love it for that reason. It's funny because on our site we actually have we have the share this, but we also have the like and the tweet mem. Um, I like personally the uh, the tweet mem because I live in the Twitter community. That's not always going to be the best fit for all of my clients. Yeah, and and for us I think it makes sense. Because uh, this is what we do, but at the same time, I think small business owners who are just getting into the plugin game, ease of use and simplicity is so important that something like a share this probably makes more sense at the outset, and then building on that probably probably is the best idea. Yeah, I, I mean, and I think here's the thing: I think on on plugins in general, kind of a broad statement. There's some that we use on every single website we build. You're always going to have WordPress stats. You'll probably have a Google Analytics plugin running underneath your site, even if you never look at the Google Analytics. Um, we're going to put Yoast on all of them. Some of the others are more specialized, and it doesn't necessarily make sense to put all of them on every site. It's really about accomplishing your business goals. Yeah, and I think the takeaway from today is, yeah, there are a couple plugins that we recommend for everyone that will help your site run and look better. But at the same time, we want people to know that the access and the accessibility is there, they can go out and find whatever it is that best suits what they're doing 
what they're trying to accomplish. You may not sell anything online, but you may want to display videos in some really creative way across your banner. I'm sure there's a plugin for that, and that's what we want folks to know. I, th I think that's, that's, that's the key word. It's sort of like with the, okay, I'm going back to my iPhone. There's an app for that. When it comes to WordPress, there's a plugin for that. I think that's going to be the title of the blog post, folks. <laughs> well, final uh, closing comments? Um, I think that I would encourage everybody that's listening to just go out and find a new plugin. Find one that you didn't know about before you listened to the show today. Install it and see how it runs. And I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised at just how easy it is to turn a basic functional site into a fully built out experience for the user. And feel free to drop us a note and tell us about the plugin. Tell us what you found. Tell us what you liked. It's our own version of R&D, folks. Get us <laughs> with the information. Thanks, Jay. If you like, enjoyed today's program, you can uh, listen to all of them in our archive. You can find more information about marketing, networking, social media, and small business on our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.